This is how I normally do it. Do you guys have snacks? Yeah, well, what kind of snacks? We're just hallucinating tonight. We're doing drugs and we're not Tonight to... or already? Yeah, at five. Oh no, not yet. Okay. Thank but we were not supposed to eat after noon, but we didn't get to eat. Well, uh... Just any... Hey, how's it going? Hey, Annie, is it Oh my god. So much fun. Sorry. First time, this is a hard place to be. We're working it out right now. Live to tape, Feral Audio, Burbank, California. Everything's doing good. We're just testing out the mixes, testing out. There you go. That's that's the mix we're looking for right there. That's the that's this is currently the mix I'm looking for right now. We're trying to find a good mix to find everything in the same place at the same time. Listen to the live the tape with Johnny Pemberton here in the Feral Audio Network, currently live in Burbank. Uh, what you need to do is you need to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. That's going to give you the best bang for your buck. It's going to get you in there on the ground floor when they blow it up and they remove the concrete and replace it with a fine Spanish tile. You will be in on the ground floor if you rate, review, and subscribe. Also, what you got to do is you got to go to the Feral Audio page and you got to click on that Amazon link. When you get in there, it allows you to buy buy the shit you need to get the shit you need together. We're gonna we're getting started here. It's just the introduction. I got a, I got a guest here. She's getting a little she's getting she's ready to go. I know you're chomping at the bit. I know you're chomping at the bit. I'm not gonna say your name yet because I'm not gonna blow up your spot. So you click on that link. You click on that link and you uh you go you buy what you need for your life. <clears throat> You buy what you need for your life, and that we get a little piece of that. All right, understand? We get a little, we get a little piece, little, a little piece. <laughs> a little piece. 
Yeah. So that's what you got to do. Go on in there and get it. Also, today is Monday, even though it's not right now. It's Monday when you're listening to this. If you're in San Francisco, you got to go to Doc's Lab and check out Dick or Troy, me, with Johnny Pemberton, a person who sounds like me in a different dimension, with Josh Fadum at Doc's Lab. And then if you're on Port, if you're in Portland, Oregon on this Wednesday, you're going to go on down to the Curious Com- the Comedy Theater. And if you're in good old vancouver on thursday you're gonna go to fox fox's cabaret and if you're in seattle washington on friday you're gonna go to another venue i can't remember the name of right now i think it's called the jewel box the jewel box okay so get your asses out there you live in those places you don't live in those places get to those places okay Welcome, my guest. <laughs> Hi, this is Johnny Pemberton. You're listening to Live to Tape. Sorry about the introduction there. I just had to get some stuff out of the way. But now we're here. We're good. We're rolling forward. Hi. Hey, why would you apologize for that? That was well, such a good... Sometimes it, it's, it's just like it. a, a formality, you know what I mean? Do I have an echo? Uh, you want an echo? Here you go. I feel like I have one. This is actually a Hello. reverb. This is considered reverb. Oh, I don't know about the music stuff. Well, now you know. And the sounds. I mean, echo and reverb are kind of... It's like they're like twin sisters. Oh, I'm glad you brought up Twin Sisters because I had a thing happen. Really? Yeah. Well, my guest today is Annie Letterman. Hey. Voice actor, comedian. Hello. uh, Runner. Uh, Not a runner. uh, Exerciser. I mean, I just wear the clothes and people just assume. (laughs) You do wear exercise clothes all the time. But I will tell you, Johnny, I moved back to New York. I don't wear exercise clothes. And I, this morning when I was getting clothes, when I was getting dressed, I was like, I'm an LA bitch. Put those fucking workout pants on. Yeah, you've got the workout shoes. I have workout shoes on too, though. So I wear workout shoes every day. You mean you wear like running shoes or what? I wear like Nikes. I don't know. A little bit of a wigger. Oh, she said it. Leftover. There's no other word for it. And I apologize. I know there isn't actually. But you were asked, so I promised you some snack. I didn't promise snacks. I asked it's just, you need so snacks. I'm, okay, so I'm, I'm doing some hallucinogens later today. What do you mean doing hallucinogens? I just do, I just like, I've done it before, just like with a group of women. There's a shaman. But, what um, kind of hallucinogens are you talking about? I don't here? really know what they are, to be, and I know that's very irresponsible. I don't know what they are. But you I don't know what they it. are. I don't know what they are, but they feel great. And um, how can you go into this sort of thing and not know what it is? I'm just trusting the universe. I'm leaning in, and um, I had such a great experience last time. I can't wait to do it again. A bunch of my friends are here. We're going to do it together. And but you're not supposed to eat after noon. And I, it is twelve thirty. It's and like I, reverse gremlins. It is. You're right. And I'm yeah, thirsty and hungry. Yeah, I would love it. The water, what do you coffee. Like? Uh, can we get a water in here for Annie, please? For Annie Letterman. Hey. Annie Letterman on Twitter at Annie Letterman. A N N I E L E D E R M A N. L E D E R M A N. And Snapchat and Instagram. And your mom's bad bitch. Okay, so let's talk more about the hallucinogenic experience that's going to be happening. So, first of all, when you started doing your guy. intro, it yeah. felt like it had already started. That's the whole point of that, actually. I felt like I was on acid. And then last night, so I didn't sleep. I went. I came into L.A. a couple of days ago. I pulled an all-nighter. I was, like, upset. I found out my ex-boyfriend had a new girlfriend, and I got really mad, even though really? I broke up with him and I'm a monster. Yeah. It was just ego. But um, I got very upset, and then I couldn't sleep. He lied to me about a couple of things, or he doesn't okay. think he lied. I think he did, but whatever. It's fine. doesn't matter. He's wonderful. 
my bee. I released him. He's with a girl who seems wonderful, and but I was just had a night. You're going to say she's a thin-lipped bitch? No, I'm going to say she's a big-titted, beautiful girl, and it's <laughs> killing me. It's killing me how hot she is. I wrote that to him. I was like, it's she's so hot. Like, you're expecting me to not be upset about this? She's smoking hot. Huge tits, brown hair, like, looks like like she matches it. Like, she's just so obviously better for him than me, and right. it's devastating, but it's fine. But also, it's okay. I mean, she matches him physically. Physically, and just like they look like they're having fun. Like, I don't know. It just, it seems good. And I just, it just ego-wise it bothered me so then I couldn't sleep so I pulled an all-nighter then I shot at midnight on an all-nighter when you say you pulled an all-nighter it means you just stayed up because typically an all-nighter means it's like oh I gotta get my term paper done no but I got all instead of term paper I got all my panicking my anger everything out and I just was texting I was being so psycho I was with him for three years so I was like I can be a psycho to him why not but I was just like if I'm not sleeping and I was just and then it was in the morning I was like I'm such a crazy person so you texted him all night I texted him quite a few times. You're sober, so people should I'm know sober. that. I'm sober. listeners, Annie is sober. But I also do hallucinogens. I guess. I don't consider that to be something on the spectrum of uh, of sober. Right. Sobriety, I feel like that is antithetical to that. Right. Well, I agree, because I think that drinking was my thing, and right. my thing that would destroy me, my kryptonite, my poison. Yeah. And I haven't done that in eight years. So Right. And I don't, you know, who knows? I don't think I'll do it again. But, but so um, you're, you're, you're up all night So I was up all night. Them? Then, yeah, and then I was just being crazy. And um, What does that mean, exactly? What? Being crazy. I just, I mean, I think that I, I'm having trouble because he's very nice, so then I kind of always, I'm like, I guess it's me. But there, you know, we live together. It's just like we shared this apartment, and then I wasn't, like, allowed in the apartment. It just was, like, a little wasn't bit. Wasn't like, allowed in the apartment. He wasn't letting me in the apartment. What do you mean? Like, like, like I had to, like I had to pick up my stuff and I had to pee, and mm-hmm. he just didn't want me to go in the apartment. I mean, and, like, like this. Like, okay, so listen, two, two I came, I came in. Okay, so seven days ago, I texted him. I left. I I broke up with him in August, right? And I was like, I'm gonna go to New York for a couple months, and you can just like slowly move out of the apartment. And then I was gonna move back and just have the apartment to myself. You're still paying for some of it. I was paying for it. The yeah. lion's share of it most of the time, and yeah. I was—I mean, that's a shitty thing to say on here, but I'm sorry, I was. Well, we're not—we're not naming names here, right? And then, and so then, I was—I was paying for it when I was gone. Mm-hmm. I thought he moved out, and it turns out he was still there. Like it was just like a lot of things were happening with the apartment where it was kind of like this was my friend's apartment. I got for us. It's a sick apartment. Yeah. I was planning on keeping it, and then I decided I wanted to stay in New York. Right. And then, so then all of a sudden he was able to pay the full rent, which is like so insulting. But, mm-hmm. um, so then, so I was a little <laughs> annoyed about that, that because he couldn't pay his half before. Oh, so, so he had to like, get another job. When, once I was gone, there was like, he was able to pay for it. And that to me was like, well, that's sort of that thing where you don't wash your clothes until you don't have any underwear. Right. So. And so the underwear left and I was the underwear. But, um, and it's fine and he's great and he's doing well and I want him to do well and I'm glad right. that he can do that. But it was just a little bit like, mm. and then, um, so I told him I was coming out. He didn't, he was like, okay. And then I guess he'd put all my stuff in the garage because I just left all my stuff since mm-hmm. August, which so is rude moldy. in my car. Like it's, it's not. How what do you I do did that? wasn't good. I just up and left, Johnny. I was just like, I gotta get out of LA. I gotta go. But what? I don't know. I just I'm asking because I'm interested because I feel like I couldn't do something like that. What to a person or to a place? No, not to a person, but like that. Just like uh, to just leave a bunch of stuff. I would be worried that something would happen. I don't like. I think I lose things so much. I have ADD. Like I've lost so many important like documents. Just the, yeah, document pass everything. I lose everything. I destroy everything. So to you, it's so sort I of- just. 
just have, don't really have that much of an attachment. You form attachments to those types of things. No, and it's like clothes, and it's like it's all stuff that I can just buy somewhere else. Got and it. I, so I've been living scattered, and I realized I do really like that. You know, I was I was very unhappy right. in L.A., and then I got to New York, and I was what? happy back for a little bit. And then when I was there for too long, I was like, I'm starting to get unhappy again. I think I just need to be a little bit more bi-coastal. Why do we? Why were you so unhappy here? You think? I don't like. I was worried about my like my looks to me. I don't know. LA just, I got, I like drank the poison of LA and I was worried about, I'm not like, that. okay. My mom, my mom, when I was a kid worked at an organization called Great Panthers and it was for Great Panthers. Great Panthers. I would like to be starting an organization called Great Panthers. Great Panthers. These Panthers are great. Unlike <laughs> other Panthers. These are the good, these are the best of Panthers. Donate to the best Panthers. Great the number Panthers. One. But so Great Panthers. So it's mm-hmm. an organization for um, against ageism and uh, and fighting for the elderly, ageism. and so great my mom. Panthers. So I grew up with like these like amazing role models. There was this woman Maggie Coon who had all these great quotes. One of her quotes was, "The best age to be is the age you are." My mom yeah. has like would never touch anything on her face. She barely wears makeup. She mm-hmm. dresses honestly like shit. But you I'm grew up honest. here? No, I grew up in Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. So I'm yeah, more inclined to the Philly. East Coast. Yeah, I'm from fucking okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Over easy no... eggs, over there, over easy eggs. Is that how? Is that over how... easy eggs? Yeah. Over. Yeah. Is that how you get into the voice? Over, yeah, over. Over? Over easy eggs. Over easy eggs. Eggs, <laughs> eggs, eggs, eggs. But so... Um, Grey Panthers. So, yeah, so I grew up like with this very good... And then I come here and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm getting like my hair and makeup done to do things. People are talking about Botox. I'm wearing hair extensions. Like, it was just not who I was. Okay. And I was like worried about stuff that didn't matter. I didn't really have joy on stage here. I feel like a lot of this town is like people that aren't happy to be who they are. You know, like nobody's yeah. like content. I would say that's, that's uh, a lot of people. I would say that's a dilemma for... Anyone who's an actor, I feel like, feels that that's way true. to some extent. But when you're in New York, it doesn't. It feels like the craft, and it doesn't feel like the the craft. Look. Oh, the the look. Look. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it feels like you're. It's what you're doing as opposed to how you look like what you should be doing. Like, right, and all that panic yeah. and worry about like, am I going to age out? Like just things that are like weird that I don't feel are real. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to get out of here. I just wasn't in a good way. I just missed New York. I loved New York. I. Had, when mm-hmm. I left it, it just didn't feel like I was ready to leave. And I just wanted to move back every day. And then so I just had to, I went to Ireland, did a comedy festival, and just kind of got my head straight. And got my head straight. I did. I went to this, like, deep, this deep, church deep, from deep. 1100 and was just like, okay, we're insignificant, we're small, the universe is huge. And, like, I have to just make sure I'm, like, the happiest and the people around me are the happiest and right. just do the best with my time that I have. And so I just... Went back, broke up with him, and I just left everything. I thought I was going to come back, so I left everything. But then he was very nice. He put all my stuff in the garage, mm-hmm. and he could have done anything with it, and it was nice of him. And I was still paying. But um, I was still paying. But so, anyway, so then no, I come say, back. Say that again. I was still paying. Say it again. I was paying. I was still paying. She was still paying. Oh, I was still kind of paying. But you were still kind of paying, huh? I was still... Yeah, I was paying. You're making payments on something you I were using. Paying, and I felt like maybe it was still my place. So then I stopped paying for like two months, but I come back, and he's fair warning. He's like, "I'll leave a key for you outside for the garage," and I was like, "That's kind of weird. I'd like to go and pet the cats or something." So then I get there, and I'm like, 
Hey, I have to pee. I would love to go and just pee and pet the cats. I don't know why I even told him I was going to go. I don't pee and pet the cats. He's like, listen, he's at work. Like, I could have just gone in and pee. Like, I don't, it's like, I, I, I just felt like okay. I want to respect his boundaries. So I was like, hey, can I just go in and pee? And he was like, no, 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 it's messy. Don't go in there. And I was like, messy? Yeah. Why would I care if it's messy? I love you. I dated you for three years. Right. You're my friend. You know, like, I don't. I'm not mad at you. We didn't have like a bad breakup. Right. So then um, he's like, no, it's just messy. And I'm like, all right, you have a girlfriend. And he's like, no. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh. And then I like found on Instagram immediately. And then he was but like, I'm w- seeing, he's not, he goes, I'm seeing someone and I'm like dating people. How would you not have known this before that? From you just, you weren't, I, you It wasn't weren't on lurking? his Instagram. I had to stalk. So you weren't lurking? No. And I lurked when I got back because I was like why am I all of a sudden not allowed in here so this is all ego and this is shitty right it's not like I've been like stalking the page and been like I miss the like I miss him obviously I miss him but it's Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like I was coming to get back together with him or anything or anything like that but I just when I wasn't allowed to go in the apartment I was like how dare you like take away my ability to go in this apartment that really pissed me off and then not being straight with me and then you know I found out they did have a girlfriend but then we we talked it out it was good and he has done like a lot he would move my car every morning like he had my car you know like he's done he's great he's wonderful and I feel bad that I was so I think he was scared to tell you had a girlfriend I think he wanted to avoid the conflict yeah, that's what I meant. But it's like, I'm not, but I'm like, the conflict is when you lie to me. The conflict is not like, it would have stung, Yeah, but it's okay. I'm not, I'm not a crazy person, but I went like, don't lie. I just never lie. What, so would, be the, what would have been the ideal situation? When I texted and said, I'm coming out seven days ago, he goes, good. Okay. I just want to let you know, I'm seeing someone. I don't want you to be weird about it or whatever. And I'd be like, oh. have a week to manage it. Hmm. And, to like, Cause you still would have been. You still would have been. Like just 12. because, just out of, with anyone, and I remember yeah. saying that to him when we broke up. I was like, "It's gonna, you're gonna meet a girl. She's gonna be great, and it's gonna fucking hurt my feelings, but it'll be fine." Mm-hmm. It's. Not, I mean, it's not. It's just. It's. It's okay. He's great. I want him to be happy. I'm happy that he found someone. I just wish it was like four months <laughs> later. I wish it wasn't just like three why, months in. Why is that? I don't know. I just want. You it's can like drink the water. You can, we can have time. You can take it a just sip. Feels like, take a sip. I'll give you some sipping music. Oh, that sounds good. That's a good, a good, nice, like, wow. I'm hurting myself a little. Really? Why? You just, I just swallowed hard. I swallowed a bubble. This sounds so cool right now. <sighs> so, but I don't think I'm right. Like, I, I was just following my emotions and I wasn't really using my brain very well what do you mean you don't think you're right I just I'm not saying that my behavior was like this model behavior I should be proud of the way I acted but I was just pissed you're pissed that I just want to pet the cats can I pet the fucking cats I can handle a lady speed stick in the bathroom like can I pet the fucking cats (laughs) they're my fucking cats they're your cats no they're his cats but you know what I mean like I lived with them for three years can I pet the cats can I take a piss what if she was like drying out all of her thongs I'm like a special I mean I would have cut them open obviously I would have torn them into shreds but that's all I would have done I'm just kidding no I know I think it and he said that's not what it was but I'm just like what if they were building like a cum statue like a like (laughs) as long as it looks like me <laughs> what if there was like a voodoo doll made of uh, ice cum icicles? I mean, that would be cool. I guess I feel like the cats would have licked that. Yeah. What if it's a special spot? I don't. I get, I get what you're saying. Like I and I understand that too. But he's and he's like putting these boundaries up, and I'm also just not used to him doing that with me mm-hmm. at all. Like I'm used to him kind of just like doing whatever I want and being right. like super loving and like attentive. So I'm like, wait, you're saying no? Like all of a sudden, no is like a thing you're just saying to me all day. So it was just that. I mean, it's, 
I'm handling it. I genuinely love him. I love his family and I want him to feel good. But it was just that night. I was just living. I was like, why wouldn't he just tell me the fucking truth? Right. And that really pissed me off. But it was also, those were things that happened in our relationship. And that's why I broke up with him. Like, that's why it was like, he would do stuff like that. Like, he wouldn't tell me something upsetting until the last second. And I'm like, I just, I'm fine. Like, I have an initial reaction and then I need to like think things through and work things out. But it's like, you know, if the electricity bill doesn't get paid and the heat doesn't get paid and the there's no showers in my house, like... I need to just know that a couple, like, earlier so I could find out another place to shower. When that I happened? Yeah, I had, like, in my TV show, it was, like, my first, sh- I, w- I had a talk show on E! and it was my first, the next day was, like, my first day shooting and it was, like, I didn't have somewhere to shower and I was just, oh, like, shit. and he didn't tell me until we got back to the house. Like, it was stuff, and it was all, like, he just didn't, he wanted to avoid the conflict and right. it was all out of being, like, nice, but it just, I was, like, can you tell me early, like, the minute it happened so I can, you know, set up where I'm going to shower and mm-hmm. it ended up working out fine, but it was just, like... I don't know. This is your current dilemma. This is why you're gonna trip balls tonight. No, this is not my current dilemma. This is a this got thrown in. My current dilemma is the state of the world, my relationship with men in general, and um, figuring out how to say the things that I want to say that mean something to me without mm-hmm. getting shot by someone. You think I'm gonna get shot? I have lots of fears. Well, because that's to hear listeners a little. I mean, we kind of just dove right into things here right away, mm-hmm. but. People should know that you, you're a comedian and you do, you work a lot. You travel all the mm-hmm. goddamn time and you do a lot of places that I wouldn't dream of fucking setting yeah. foot in. You do like, you go, you go on like fucking Opie and Anthony, right? Are you used to? I or, did used to go on. But here's the thing. I'm yeah. losing a lot of those followers now and I'm like, I don't give a fuck because. And people are shocked. Like, people will comment, like, I'll write something like, or I'll post a picture of me at a protest, and then, like, I'll have, like, some fucking bald dude with a goatee and jersey (laughs) that, like, comes in and he's like, I used to like you. And then it's like, (laughs) then I feel bad because I go, like, you know what? If, if the people that have been following me for the past, like, five to eight years think that they're surprised that I'm a liberal, like, that's my bad. I didn't, I hid that to, like, get to a place, I guess. Like, I didn't stand up for women. I didn't, like. I thought you didn't hide because I've always felt that. From what from what you would say and how you'd act, that that was sort of your niche. Is you would be the person on like a show like that, like these sort of I don't know what you call them even, like those bro type dudes. Mm-hmm. You come in and you're you can talk, you can hang, but you're the the appeal is that you're pushing back in a way that's like makes them feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, she's, oh, fucking Annie said that. Holy shit. Ah, uh, she's fucking crazy. She's a girl, but she's a fuck, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Like, cause that's how you, cause you, you always hang with that. Yeah. Like. I think that I did. I was, but I do think that I used to perform for like for the men in the audience. Right. So and now would, I'm like, like and now I'm just shit. like looking at when I like, I just want women to have a good time and I want, you know, and guys like it, but it's just like, I'm like, when guys come up and take pictures of me after the show, I'm like, I can't believe you were here. I didn't even notice you were here. Really? Why? <laughs> because I'm just for women right now. I'm just on a women. What do you mean? You can't believe they're here. You, I just like, it's like, I don't, I just wasn't, I'm just saying like, I, I'm like, I didn't even notice you. I'm just like looking at your girlfriends and being like, we're going to be okay. We're great. How great are you? Right. We're great. Um, but it's been really fun. I mean, it's different and it feels better, but I think I'm transitioning into a different, so I'm just growing pains and figuring this is it like, out. like a post Trump thing. You feel like mainly is that um, sort of the, uh, it the, was, um, Impetus for it? I think Ireland. Oh, Ireland, really? Ireland, and then the Trump thing. I just, you know, I went to that church and I saw like all of these like gravestones, and I just realized that we're like all the things that I'm worrying about are things. Yeah, all Catholic. Are you Catholic? No, I was brought up Quaker. I actually been going to Quaker meeting again. Yeah, I go to Quaker meeting almost every Sunday. Okay, we got a lot to talk about here. Okay, so keep going. So, and that was post election. All of a sudden, (laughs) I was like, I have to like get good with God or something or figure out what my. Okay, so. 
Uh, you- God isn't like a real thing in Quakerism. It's different. Really? Yeah, but I, okay. So let me finish. I have yeah, I want to hear about so. I hear about Ireland. I well, I do too. So this works out. I think it's almost like you know how a sine wave works. Like it's like a like what a what is a sine wave? It's an. I think I'm saying this right. It's an undulating wave that moves up and down in like a curvature fashion. Yeah, and it's like like boo. That's like a sine wave, but. If you have uh, the wave that's the same shape at the same time, it can't. I think it cancels each other. There's some sort of some sort of audio thing that happens. Maybe Matt knows. Matt can punch in if he knows. I don't. Know. He's taking his headphones off. He's like, okay. He's like, what uh, the fuck is this? He probably knows. But basically, with with like sound, just like here, here's the reason you have this. Like this sound right now, we're hearing like this. You're hearing this right now because these two sounds are. So close together, but they're intersecting every once. So it's like, you hear that? You hear that? That vibration is happening because they're they're close, but they're not matched. They're close enough to where it's an yeah yeah. So maybe two people with ADD, it's either either get this This, or you get get perfect perfect sync sync where it cancels each other out. out. That was a long point Point to 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 really really make make the. Thing, thing that, that I was trying to make. I just wanted to get some breakfast. Great. I said, "What, Brad? I was Oprah. I was thinking about her." Improv one. Can I just tell you that I am not hallucinating right now, and I've never felt more like I'm. You're like the perfect person to ease into this. I have a, I have a, I have a, um, a quality about me that creates. Um, Distortion yeah. in the field. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But so, okay, so I went okay. to Ireland. I had this like epiphany where I'm just like thinking about how I felt like I did like ayahuasca without doing any drugs. So I right. felt like we're insignificant. The universe is huge, well, and I was talk, just looking. Can you talk the, about the moment though, because okay, so I was I went to I went to Ireland. I rented a car. I was um, you're by yourself. I'm by myself. I was doing a comedy festival there for but, like ten days. Probably I was there for. I, yeah, around 10 days. But yeah. the comedy festival was only a little bit. I went for two extra days right. beforehand. With no, I didn't invite any of the other comics to come early. I got a rental car. Everyone was like, don't drive. You're going to like Matthew Broderick people because you have to drive on the other road. Mm-hmm. He killed someone. And, um, he did? People, yeah, he killed two people. When did this happen? It was him and he was dating Jennifer Grey. It was before Jennifer Grey even got her nose job. So it was just years and years ago. Jennifer Grey is who? Dirty Dancing. Oh, she got a nose job? Our queen. Yeah, she doesn't look the same. Why would she get a nose job? She because of this gone. fucking town. That's why I left this goddamn town. It's, it's like, not this town. That's not true. I'm telling you, when you're a man, I'm telling you, it's very different. It's very, very different. I don't think it's this town. It's society. And this town just has a way of It's definitely society, that. but this is like the, this is the hub. It was make, I was like thinking about food all the time. I was eating disordery head. Like okay. it just wasn't good. And then I went back to New York and I feel great. I mean, I don't right. feel great, but I feel like a real person again. So you're in Ireland. So I'm in Ireland. Um, I get this rental car and everyone's like, you're going to crash it. And I was like, I'm not going to crash it. I was super cocky and confident. I got the, the rental car within two, 20 minutes. I had smacked the left side mirror off. The, like it was just because hanging. you're driving on the wrong. Other, yes. Other I don't side. know how to fucking do it. I don't know why I was like, I'll be great. They don't give you any, there's no moment where they're like, do you want to look at some things? They just like throw you in this car. I couldn't fucking, I do not trust myself for that. Something about that. It's like a weird, cause it's instinctual. Right. Like when you drive, I drive all the time and I get someplace and I think, how did I get here? Yeah, totally. I get that too, but I just, yeah. I just was like, I'll concentrate. And I was like, I had my seat all the way up. I like, <laughs> I was like leaned all the way up. I had like music, but when right. like just pay, making sure I was paying full attention, music off actually. And then, um, 
So then the mirror smacks off. I get to my Airbnb. I'm like so upset. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who is is renting this place out to me as a cop and he's like oh I can a fix cop. this oh I can fix this he's for like you. I got it Annie Letterman a good a good ca- good Irish girl yeah he was great uh-huh, so then he, is, he sends me to the he sends me to this place to pick up a mirror replacement because mm. the mirror was the only thing that fell off and um, it shattered like it no longer performed the the duty. function of a mirror and he so he put it back like he put it back on for me cleaned up all the like scratches it was perfect so mm. then I was like alright the worst has happened I'll be fine and I didn't have I was gonna planning to try to go to North Northern Ireland. I was in Dublin, yep. and that would take like, it would probably be like a twelve-hour day. I was oh. going to drive by myself. It's that far. Yeah, but I was so into it. I was so happy. I just had such a good time. So, but the day was like ending, and I didn't want to go. Any, I didn't want to drive at night mm-hmm. when it was dark. So, I was like, "Is there somewhere around here I can go?" And he was like, "There's this place, Glendalock. There's a place called Glendalock. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's a place called Glendalock. <laughs> you go over there and you'll see Saint Patrick's ghost. It'll come out your eyes and go into your privates." <laughs> <laughs> so okay so I get there and there's like lakes and it's and there's hiking trails and it's really really beautiful that's what lock means right lake yeah I guess yeah, so cool huh I don't know what's Glendale mean I think Glen means like place place <laughs> lake that's where I went yeah place lake so I like get a car I, I'm listening at this point now I'm like into Ireland so I'm listening to like Ireland audiobook history mm-hmm. of Ireland audiobooks I'm just feeling so good and I don't really know my heritage because there's too much adoption but I'm like I gotta be Irish I'm feeling too good here I think you look Irish uh, people speak Russian to me a lot though yeah a lot like the people in distress Russian people in distress come up to me and like I'm gonna say really? and I don't I'm always like I don't know I had a uh, Brit had uh, one time where some Russian guy thought she was a male, thought she was like a prostitute in a CVS. And he was like giving, he was trying to, he's like, I will give you anything for, he was she just, he could not believe that she was not a Russian prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look like a prostitute at all. Well, I don't think she does either, but I think she looked Russian enough to this guy. Do you know the level of peeping on her that I do. I mean, she's so pretty. <laughs> she's so cool. <laughs> she's so talented. People do a lot of peeping on Brit. She's just so great. She's, she's great. awesome. I don't know if I've met her. Maybe once. Maybe once. I don't know. But I feel like it's weird that I, I know so much. But uh, that is <laughs> what we're doing. This okay. is what our world is. So, okay, so Glendalock. So I get there and it's like, I think I only have like an hour to hang out because right. it's seven. And I'm, I go to this lake. They have this beautiful lake and they have a selfie stand set up. So oh you can take God. a picture of yourself in front of it, which is gross, but also it's was also kind of great. amazing. Like get, they're with the times. It they're, was amazing. They're a tourist destination. They know who yes. they, they know their audience, right? But there weren't that many people there. Like it was right. just me by the lake. So I took my phone, I put it up, and obviously I was doing like signature eat out symbol. Yeah, that's right. That's of your course. Thing. That's I mean, what I'm trying to say that to listeners who don't know you is that's like you do stuff like that. Which I mean, going back to that whole thing is that yeah. that. I feel like ingratiates you to those to those bro dudes because it's you. It's a girl who's feminine, but also being sort of not not, not I don't want what the word is masculine. I'm being like a boy, like a dude. Yeah, you're being kind of like gross well, with sexuality. I fuck like a dude, like I do. Th- I I think that my I'm more. You have a duality. Yeah, and I think that it's so funny. I was like, I hooked up with this kid. A kid. I mean, I just called my kid <laughs> the other night. I mean, I'm all mad at my ex boyfriend. I'm like. I'm obviously fucking someone else, but whatever. I want to fuck a 19-year-old. I kind of wanted lunch. to. F- I mean, I just thought maybe we would like cuddle one last time, or I didn't really want to fuck him because I was like under the impression I'd broken his heart so bad. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, I don't want to like fuck him. And like, I see you're saying you thought you had. I really like it. Just was a blow. It was a blow. You overestimated your impact. I mean, he wept and said, "I'll never love again." And then, like three (laughs) months later, he's like, (laughs) "You say so many things that are like." perfect little quotable he wept and said i'll never love again for days and then it's like not only is he like was it's like you found a fucking hotter like it's just like you found a better well i mean she does time fixes everything i think she just started comedy so maybe i went i went on that level but oh no okay i i can't even think about that yeah that's not even important important but um but yeah no you're right it's such a fucking it was such an ego blow but anyway so selfie stand selfie stand i'm doing the eat out thing and right and there's no one else there and right as i'm doing the eat out thing this bald guy wearing a hat that is too big for him like a baseball cap. a baseball hat that's just loosely on his bald head right um and a lazy eye like he just looks like a weird man yeah. he comes out with a dog who's got the nipples hanging like it just had babies a female dog yeah so it just looks weird like everything's weird about him he walks out makes direct eye contact with one the one eye that works and i am doing the eat out symbol and i'm like this is a worst case scenario i'm alone yeah. in this park i just did a sexual just, thing you gave him like oh i can go do whatever i want to this lady yeah now. i'm just here told, for your pleasure <laughs> hello i should I take it out right now and he also came out of the woods like he wasn't coming off a trail like he has he emerged from the woods the with this woods. dog he's just like a wood person and so he came out and He's like started talking to me and I was like, I got to like try to talk my way out of this yeah. murder rape. And so I'm talking to him and I tell him I'm a comedian and he gets really excited and he's just like really nice and just, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm meeting you. I can't do an accent, this accent, but, and he's like, and he is nice, but I keep, I keep kind of being like, Hey, I want you to know I am like pretty clear that you're going to murder me. You said that to him? Yeah, and he would laugh, and then he'd be like, maybe, ha. Like, it was just like this, like, tension, because I called yeah. it out. I'm not going to, like, pretend like this isn't an unsafe situation. There are other people around, though, right? They were not with us. But they're, they're like, there. There's maybe 10 people and in this a, giant place, okay. scattered around. Like, we are alone. There's woods. Like, he looks so crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about, we're just, like, we're talking, and he's he's being interesting, ish like or interested i guess that's i'm a comic i'm a little bit of a narcissist he was interested in what i was saying i thought he was great he had a great sense of humor he laughed at everything i said (laughs) he was so funny um but so we're talking but then he started doing things like where he was like he would like take my phone and be like all right give me i started snapchatting i go i'm gonna snapchat this because i want people to know who killed me yeah and so i'm snapchatting it and he's like he goes let me see your phone he puts his fingerprints all over my phone he goes they'll catch me does that make you feel better God, that's so funny. Actually. And he was that's just kind of funny, but it was great. And then we're like talking, and I was going through my set list, and I was like, I just need to know like what's going to translate, like what works here. Or what oh, so he was helping you? Yeah, he was great. So we're walking. This is cool. I'm not paying attention. We're walking. He's. I'm like, how do you say jizz here? And he's like laughing so hard because nobody, everyone's so like frigid, and the women are so like it's so Catholic. It's the women Catholic are so place. like sexually like I think that they're probably. They are probably freaks and stuff, but it's just, yeah, it's like, I feel like people are meeting people's moms right away. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's Catholic. Right. So he's like, I'm blowing his mind and he's, he's like, it's jizz. Like, everything's going to work. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Sorry, Ireland. I They're pretty, sp- haven't, yeah. pretty fucking smart Well, they watch there. American television yeah. and we don't give a fuck about their television. So we're no. just such a narcissistic country. And so they know everything. They know all our slang. Mm-hmm. But so we're walking and all of a sudden it's like, I'm thinking it's going to get dark anytime. So I'm like, I got to go. It's going to get dark. He's like, it doesn't get dark until 10. You have like three hours. You're fine. Jeez. And I'm like, all right, I don't really believe you. I don't want to be here. I just didn't want to drive and I didn't want to be in the dark with him either, even though he was endearing and great. So he's, we're walking. I'm like, but where's my car? And he's like, no, he's like, I'm taking you to the church. And I'm like, all right, you're obviously going to kill me. You're going to kill me and just bury me in the graveyard that you were in already. 
you're going to just not have to take me to a second location. And so he's like, no, you have to see it. And I was like, I really don't want to. If he was not there, I would not have gone there. I would have taken the selfie. I would have gone back to my apartment. Right. So he takes me to this church. And as we're walking, we see some other people. And we stop and start talking to this woman. And they start talking about this this other American girl named Annie that had come to visit mm. and gotten murdered. And I'm like, why are you, are you serious? Doing yes. And it was crazy. But then he told her, he goes, she's a comedian. She's here to do a festival. And the woman goes, oh my God, they were talking about you on the radio. This is so awesome. And then I was like, I'm the best. Yeah. Kill me. You can murder me. I got what I needed. Yeah, you can die at this, this yeah. great time. But everyone was super nice. And so then I, we, he went and showed me this old cross that's like one of the oldest crosses. I mean, I'm not really good with facts. People say things. I get a feeling about it. And then I sort of like manipulated well, into being something that I... It's like, you know, in Dublin, there's about seven oldest pubs in Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 12 true. and they all are like this is the oldest one I swear to you <laughs> that's true From before the apostle Paul even licked his first baby finger his, this, we were serving pints at the block stuff here I tell you that might be where that girl tourist Annie got killed I got killed in the oldest pub they killed her ass and then they're telling me about. but the whole thing was funny so then he takes me to this cross and he goes this is the first cross mm-hmm I guess ever. I don't okay. know. I can't Probably remember what he said. Cross but he said that people at war would they could put their muskets over in the corner and then they would go up and they would put their hand on the cross. And the cross was just, at first I was like, I'm disappointed because it wasn't an actual freestanding cross. It was mm-hmm. just a stone that had a cross carved in it. Okay. And I was like, this is the fucking first cross. It's not really even a cross. Right. It looked like a, like if you were making cookies and you made a cookie cutter, you put a cookie cutter on, but then you didn't take the extra stuff off. <laughs> yeah, okay. So like, is it a star? No, it's a fucking yeah, sheet. It's the shape of a star yeah. in there. So he's like, so then they would put their hands on the cross. The um, soldiers would put their hands on the cross and then they would uh, ask to be forgiven for things. So then I went over and I was like, forgive me for my dick jokes. Forgive me for my dick jokes. Mm-hmm. It was funny. We all laughed. And then we went out and we were looking at different gravestones and then I just realized how old it was. It was from the 1100s and I was like, this is crazy. And then the guy, we're like walking off and he's like, I love my dog so much. And I was like, oh, I'm glad you have your dog. And he's like, yeah, my mother died and I was going to kill myself. Jesus Christ. And he's crying. I'm not kidding. He's crying out of his his one his working lazy- eye. No, the other one. There's something so sad, but also incredibly funny about that. Yeah. About crying out of an eye that doesn't work. He wept out of his his wandering eye. His broken eye. I can't remember his name. It was like John or something. Okay. But so he... um, So he's telling telling me that he was going to kill himself. And I love when people tell me their thing. Like, it's just... I feel really honored when people tell me their stories. So he's like opening up to me and telling me these stories. And he's like, but then my friend was like, I have this dog. And he's like, and then I met her. And it's like, she's she's my reason to be alive. And I was like, that's like a little risky. That's like, so what? You're giving yourself like 12 years to live? (laughs) Like one car could just take away your only reason to live? But the dog gives you... It brings you back. It's not your... It's like... It's not the anchor for everything. It's like... He was like... a lot of people though yeah no I know it's true because you need to feel like connection and when you feel like all alone I think pets are good about that yeah also my new roommate is here and if she's hearing this she's gonna she's probably crying because she gave her puppy away to move in with me and she's so sad uh uh but anyway so um get it back kick Annie out so then he so then we part ways I go back um and I just was thinking about it I was like I was so blown away by how old everything is because our country's so young Mm -hmm. And I just realized that so many of these people, I'm looking at these graves, so many of these people have lived like completely full lives, just like I am. They were in the same mindset I am, walking around the earth right. the way that I am. And all the problems that I have are insignificant. They right. don't matter because I'm just going to die. 
and more people are going to be born, and that's just what happens. And nothing that matters. Everything and my ex boyfriend is just going to get a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I really thought it was going to be like a year of him crying. Like I thought, like I was giving him space, like thinking that. Because I was like, obviously I want to fuck, but I was like, I'm not going to try to fuck him because it's like going to hurt him so much. He's Hi. just banging this hot shit. Like, literally, like, she's she's gorgeous. And I... I, <laughs> I like how it all comes back to this. I'm being honest. I know, I'm being honest. I know you're being honest. I think it's I think it's interesting now. It's not, and it's not that, but it's it's just, it's like... And then I'm like, did this motherfucker... Like, he's just so sweet, and I'm having so much trouble with men since the election. And a little bit before, honestly. I've been going, I've just been like, I've been doing something where I'm going back and I'm fucking like every guy I've ever had feelings for so in it's my like life. A, like a high fidelity sort of thing? It's a high fidelity <laughs> thing, but it's like, it's, I'm going too far back. Like I fucked, I fucked my ex boyfriend from freshman year of college. Okay. So it's 15 years later, and I never had sex with him in freshman year of college because I had been, I was sexually assaulted by a teacher in high school and had to go to court and was all traumatized. Jesus so when Christ. I met him, he was, and the way we met was so cool. So we, um, I was moving to Santa Fe to go to college, and my, my from mom, Philadelphia you moved from Philadelphia. To Santa Fe. Yeah. So my parents had an RV at that time, and the three of us drove out. Were your parents hippies, like Quaker? No, hippies? they had like they had like a. It was like a Volkswagen one. It was a new one. Right, but you said your parent, you grew up uh, as a Quaker. They're not hippies. They're just like they smoke weed and they want to be better people and they want well, that's world t- peace. And- someone who grows up in Minnesota with parents that uh, they're hippies, like I guess. Ne- yeah, that's hippie. Yeah, that's a hippie yeah, yeah. thing. They're great. My parents are great. I mean, I have some issues with them, but they're great. Well, and you seem to not have any issues because I always see all these like. I love them so much, but it's been it's been hard. The election triggered some shit. It's just I was put in a lot of dangerous situations as a kid. People didn't protect me. I was like, how many men are gonna fucking hurt me before I'm 18? Do you know what I mean? It was just you like mean because your parents allowed they you just think they, didn't it's like they allowed that to happen. They have we had a dog. We had mm-hmm. a dog named Pinky, who we would my parent. No one walked her. We just let her out, right. and then she would just come back when she's That's hungry. That's a silly thing. And that's like how I was treated. They're like, she'll come back when she's hungry. And not that they didn't love me, but there was just, it was too loose. There were just things like, they so, just let me get into situations that were so obviously fucking dangerous. I could say the opposite, because I feel like I grew up with the opposite sort of thing now where anything that's dangerous, I'm like attracted to it because I want to, I want to go against the thing because growing up being so sheltered and so like cared for and all that crap that now it's all I want is the opposite right. and if anyone tries to protect me or like like oh don't do that it's dangerous I'm just like ugh oh, other direction yeah I want to do I, I have that too so I mean I was a juvenile delinquent so it's like I was th- I went through a lot of shit but it's like so many of my friends are dead like I, I got a fight with my mom recently and I was like you realize like I should be dead like you realize like the people standing next to me were like shot or fucking what in do you prison mean? Can, wait, hold on a second what do you mean you, you were a juvenile delinquent what does that mean exactly um, okay, so how criminal? it started was I was not that I went to a, a school for you were adopted. You said I was that, not right? adopted. My you mom not. was adopted, and my dad's mom was adopted. So I don't know my my uh, okay. So they don't heritage, know. but no, I was I have my full blown brother. I have a twin brother and older brother. You have a twin brother, mm-hmm. Max. Max, yeah, he's Max. great. I wish he liked me more than he does, but I love him. Jesus Christ! I just wish he liked me a little more. You I'm being very like vulnerable. You. you think he doesn't like you? We ju- he just is. I think he. It I was hard. Our, our. I was bigger than him, and I physically? was more dominant than him. Yes, and I just. So you sucked his life out. I yeah. I I like embarrassed him a lot. Like I beat people. Like he. I emasculated him. Okay. And, and when I was drinking, like I fucked one of his friends. I mean, 
I don't know. I don't think I, I was in a blackout. I'm like, maybe you should be mad at your friend, but whatever. Right. But there were just things like, I don't know. We just never, but now I'm very close with his daughters and I FaceTime with his wife every day. And Every day. I mean, not every day, but I would say I think he probably four likes you. to, he does, but he doesn't give me like, I know he loves me. He's, he's just a difficult, I like this about him. He's just a stubborn, difficult person. He won't give you everything. Mm-hmm. And he does this and it's perfect. Like he, he waits, he waits and he says nothing. And then he just always comes in with the best, like every family vacation, my brother has like the best line. Which is what? I just want to pee and touch the cats? I just want to pee and touch the cats, motherfucker. You took away my rights as a human. I just want to pee and touch the cats. (laughs) All I want to do today is pee and touch the fucking cats. Is that too much to ask? It was. So. Okay, so. I screw your brother. I want to hear more about the right. juvenile delinquent and why you think you why you think you should okay, be dead. Okay, so because all right, we would I would like sneak out of my house. Mm-hmm. I would meet guys at like the mall in the city. So you were just like a a teen. No, Johnny, I was like hanging out with like gang members who killed people. Yeah. I was like I was a teen, but I was just it was the crowd like the okay, so I grew up my dad was the treasurer of the like I had we had a nice house. Your dad was the treasurer of the University of Pennsylvania. Okay, got it. We had a nice house in a very beautiful neighborhood uh-huh. in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I chose the life that I like. I yeah, went. I leaned into why. this. Right. I feel the same way. It's you you're in this comfortable area and you don't like it because it's boring and you feel like you don't you're not experiencing anything yeah. that's interesting to you. So you go elsewhere. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. Like so you did. That's pretty normal, isn't it? I thought my like childhood was normal, but nobody, no, but no, it wasn't. Like, it was crazy. So we would just, like, end up, we're 14, we'd always lie and say we're 16, and, like, we met these guys at the mall. They had, like, weapons. I was a Quaker. They had weapons. <laughs> and, um, oh, my God. And we would, like, give them our pager numbers, and right. they would call, they, we would call movie phones, so it would just, it would instead of ringing in the house, it would just be call waiting, so it wouldn't wake our parents up. Oh, my God, so smart. And then, so they would, and for the children out there, check out Movie Phone, Google it. It was great. Yeah. And so then they would, and then we'd tell them where to pick us up or whatever, like climb out windows and shit. And then, so these guys, this was just one of them. One of them they, um, they took us to this house. We went to the mm. city. They took us to this house and we all climbed through the window. And then we were like smoking blunts and drinking 40s and swimming in the pool. And then we're leaving. I'm like, why do we go through the window? And they're like, oh, none of us live here. We just broke what? in his house. And I was like, oh. Holy shit. And I'm just like, mm, I'm like new at this stuff. And then I'm like making out with this one guy, Shane, and my friend has whatever her dude is. And we, they drop us off. Back, and in, then your, back in your Back at, at my friend's house. Uh-huh. And I remember her parents had caught us and they locked us out. But we climbed up the tree and her window was locked, but it would open just like an inch. And we got a stick and we hooked the key on. This is awesome. And we got the key out, climbed back down the tree, opened the door, and just passed out on the couch. Right. And they were like, you weren't here. I'm like, we were here the whole time. I'm like, no, you weren't. We're like, we were. Fucking kids. So we're just like, we're going to just not back down. You were 14. We were 14. So then yeah. um, so then we're going to meet up with these guys again, and I'm, st- I'm going to stay at my friend Liz's house. And my friend Liz lives in a very fancy neighborhood, like a really, really like mansions. Her dad was a brain surgeon. Like mm-hmm. she was fucking loaded. And she, they gave her the whole basement as her area. So that she had a door. Yeah. A private into, entrance. Yeah. So 
I was like, come pick me up here. And my friend had been there earlier with me, and she's like, oh, I remember where it is. I'll just tell them to come. So the guys pick her up. They bring her there. They go to the neighbor's house accidentally, and they walk in. The alarm goes off. They get picked up for burglary. Holy shit. And These are the dudes with the guns. Yeah. No, he had, they had batons. Oh, batons. So then... Like, um, like French gangsters. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is so cool. But then I'm like, a baton is a night... That's the craziest thing I've ever it's heard. Beating stick. someone with a fucking... Well, it's cheaper and it's easier it's to get. It's just... It was crazy. But so then um, they go to jail and then I find out that the one that I was hooking up with had a warrant out for murder, for Holy homicide. Holy shit. Well, who did he murder? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't follow up because I was just so lucky that I didn't wasn't involved. Like it, I was seconds away from being involved in that whole thing. He murdered that girl Annie in Ireland. Maybe he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that fucking asshole. So you uh, feel like, but you so you feel like. But you there were things been, like that. But there were just things yeah. like that. Like the thing that happened with my teacher. Like I would spend time at my teacher's house. Like my parents just thought Male this was teacher. okay. It was a, a married couple. They were grooming me. Oh my god, grooming married. you for what? They were like grooming there. us. They were fu- trying to fuck us. Fuck um, us. We mean us. They were you just me, friend? my friend. Like we would go over. They would buy us alcohol and weed. And she's your teacher at school. My our high school teacher. High school teacher. They what, had dreads. They were white people. What um, subject? That's the biggest insult. Um, he was an art teacher, okay. and she was my English sense. teacher and, adv- and, art, and yeah. uh, advisor. The humanities. So like, my mom told. They told my mom that I would come over to get tutored, and then right. they then they told my mom, "I think this is good for Annie to have a place to be away from you guys because she's going to go away to college sometime." And my right. parents were like, "Great," but it's like, "Mom, they're fucking us. Like they're going to try to fuck us." Jesus I mean, Christ. I thought it was so cool. I remember my friend John. We wait. were like, "Come over and hang out with us," and he's like, "Dude, those are our teachers. I'm not fucking hanging out with them. That's weird." Well, wait. So you said us? Who? Uh, it was my friend, my best friend at the time. My okay. friend, my best friend of me. But so we, so the two of us would just hang out and like sometimes it was just so, it was just so crazy. So you'd be at the teacher's house. Smoking weed. They, we slept over there. Yeah. There was a room for us. Oh my God. And my parents were just like, this is fine. But and how, the school was just like, this is fine. Right. Everyone was just like, everything's fine. And I'm like, the only person that said it wasn't fine was my friend, John. He was like, this is fucking weird, dude. Something weird's going to happen. I was like, shut up, John. Uh-huh. You don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, one night. My friend had to leave. Your friend who's uh, your, this was your the, age. Yeah, she's my age. Yeah, you're right. She had to leave. And then the woman, the female teacher, the wife, she wasn't there for some reason. Uh-oh. And I was alone. And I woke up with him watching me sleep. Right. And I was like, that's creepy. Yeah. And he like left. And then he wanted to draw me nude. He asked you? Yeah. That, like that, that night? Or when the was next it? morning. The next morning. He said... I like to but he was just new. watching, and I was so, and I didn't trust my instincts. Mm-hmm. I was scared, and I so I said, well, "How old were you? 14? Six, I was 16. Sixteen? Yeah. No, I know, but I mean, it took me a while to get to the place where I was like, "Oh, I was a kid," because I always look back on these things with my grown-up brain, and you feel and like, I judge myself, and I'm pissed yeah, about, it, and I blame myself. But I blame myself for up until Ireland. Honestly, Ireland changed really? things. Really? Yeah. So, um, he ended up. I, I did it. I didn't want to do it. I remember I kept my socks on and being like, at least he's not going to get my socks off. That's interesting. And then he like sat, he had me lie down. He sat on the, on the back of my legs and he jerked off on me. Jesus. my knee pit. And then I was like, oh shit. I was just in shock. I couldn't yeah, you didn't know anything. what to do. Cause it's like, and this then, is a person yeah, you've been, you've been hanging bad. out with for a long time. Yeah, like, it was really bad. Your trust. It was really, really bad. And then, so I left and, uh, Went to work and I talked to my manager. I worked at Color Me Mine, one of the pottery painting places. Yeah. And I had this manager, this guy, Neil, who was really cool, who was like, he was 19, which seemed like such a grown up to me at yeah. that point. And I told him and he was like, this is very, very bad. Yeah. He's so, like, something bad just happened to you, dude. So he, he like helped you. Well, he was just like, I, he's just like, 
just that's like not that's like like you were just like assaulted and right. I was like 100% and then so I called my friend the girl that always stayed with me I just don't want to say her name because I hate her so much I'm gonna talk so much shit around oh this. this is the girl who this is the girl who would stay with me you hate her should we make you... up a name I'll just call her Jessica okay it's not her name she's a bitch she knows what her name is but you hate her because you feel like she was sort of complicit in no I hate her because of this so I call okay. her and I tell her what happened and she goes yeah, he's gotten like cheeky with me before. I remember she said cheeky. I'm like, that's not how cheeky works, but yeah, that's also the wrong. That's, that's how she's not British. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. And she's like, he's gotten cheeky. Just like, just whatever. Don't even worry about it. And I was like, but you what? told her what happened. Yeah. And she was like, it's nothing. And I was like, yeah. All right, dude. So then I hung up the phone and then, um, I was just like, fuck. Like, I just like didn't know what to do. So then I told, um, my friend John, mm -hmm. what happened? He's like, I knew it, dude. He's like, I told you. And he's like, and also he's like, fuck Jessica. Right. Like, fuck her. For her. He used to her. date, like, with the three of us, what used to hang out. He's like, fuck her for saying that. Fuck her for not, like, for trying to normalize what happened. And um, he's like, she saw it. Like, don't, like, you don't, this is real. He's like, do you want me to go kick his ass? Like, I had this whole group of guy friends through John. And I remember my friend Joe calling me and being like, listen, I just got these these steel tip boots. And I was like, why did I feel like I needed to get these steel tip boots? He's like, now I know why. To beat the shit out of the hippie with the They were like, want to kill him. But then but then it was funny. John was like, he has a lot of swords. Like he did have like a lot of swords. What's he was always like a kimono. The was, dreadlock guy? Yes, he was the, the worst. He's disgusting. Jesus. And he's like the fucking artist where he thinks he should be able to fuck children. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I should be able to fuck children. I'm an yeah. artist. Age, so, isn't, age doesn't matter. I, think I mean, about he's such a fucking scumbag. He's doing really well too. But anyway. Still? Yes. Ugh. But anyway, oh, so, so, so he, okay. This so, sounds like incredibly frustrating. Like I can't, can't even imagine being in that situation because right now this is all, these are all people who are still around. Yeah. So there's this thing where there's not, there's not, you have you don't really have any recourse. There wasn't justice. I mean, I went to court. So what happened was, okay. So then, so that happened. I told John, John said that was fucked up. And mm -hmm. that's when I was like, thank you for saying that. Okay. This was not okay. Yeah. I got to like stop this person from being a predator or whatever. So I, I, I had gone back to the house one more time after that happened when everyone was there. And the teacher had said, he said to me, the male, um, the male teacher, the guy who jerked off on me, he said, um, <laughs> He called me like some, he called me some name, like he called me a narcissist or he called me something right. that was really negative. And I was like, I was like, get the fuck away from me. You're a disgusting person. Like, and I flipped. I was like, never fucking talk to me again. Like you're fucking horrible. And I like run into the other room and then Jessica comes in and she's like, what's, she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, he's a child molester. Mm -hmm. He's a child molester. And we're just standing here like, this is okay. And she's like, I don't know. I mean, I just think, and I'm like, oh, so she goes back in with them and then I call my parents. I'm like, pick me up. I'm never coming back here again. Right. So my parents pick me up. I don't tell them anything, but I'm just like, I can't believe I was there again. I mean, I was just trying to make everything normal. And so they pick me up and they take me away. And then I don't say anything to them, but I'm like, I'm never fucking going back there ever. They're gross people. I don't like right. them. And then my mom met up with his wife, the Did woman. Your mom didn't ask you, like, what's, what happened? What's no. going on? Why? And then she went out to coffee with the fucking wife. Yeah. And they tried to talk, discuss how to get me and the teacher to be friends again. That's what happens. There's this thing where people just don't, they, they, they know something's happening, but it's easier to choose that it's not that they're making it up than to choose that this horrible thing is happening. People lean towards that. That's why I blame myself for so many years, because I was like, I'll jump on the grenade. Yeah. And then that's easier. If I blame myself and hate myself, that's so much easier than me admitting that these grownups and these people that were set here to protect me let me down big time. Because it's a thing where it doesn't seem like it's possible. So 
Oh, that 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 happens to other people. Right. So clearly, there's some sort of misunderstanding right. here. This Let's guy, figure it out. like a child molester, is someone who's like a creepy dude who like works at a fucking copy shop half time right. and has like stains on his shirt and drives yeah. a fucking van. Not a guy with yeah. kimonos and dread, white yeah. dreadlocks and swords. Such a fucking psycho. Yeah. But so, yeah. So then they were like trying to like. Working, and my mom's like, you got to go back there. You got to give him a shot. I'm like, I'm never Jeez, going back there. That's hard. I'm never going back. Mm-hmm. And then so I went to school and I was like, it can't just be me that mm-hmm. this happened to. Like, he's a predator. So I just went around. It was a very small school. My graduating class was 17 kids. So I just went around. And I started talking to all the girls that have hung out with him. That's a tiny school. Yeah, it's really small. That's like a that's like one that's like a one room yeah. schoolhouse. And so many of those kids are dead or in prison. Like they should be ashamed of themselves. That school they really fucked us over. Jesus. They warehoused us. They what didn't teach of, us. They didn't make us read. What do you mean, we watched us? movies. They just were like, let's take all of these things and we'll just put them in one place and then that we'll just leave them there. And so like it was just. Was this like a private school? It was yeah, it was an alternative school. So if you got kicked out of your public school, you got sent there, or you could pay to go there. I my parents paid for me to go there because of the art department mm. and they glass blowing and bronze casting and all this stuff. But I just ended up like becoming like super into drugs, getting fucking jizzed on by a teacher. And Jesus the way you talk about this, is we so... like we like getting jizzed. We used to like climb into a wall. Someone had in the glass blowing studio was underneath the gym, mm-hmm. the basketball court, and so. We would get kicked out of the basketball games, go down underneath. Someone had taken a sledgehammer and made a human-sized hole in the wall. And we would climb into the wall, eat acid, and watch the game through the grates in the floor. Like, we just, no one was like, where are these children? No one was like, three of the kids have been gone for seven hours. Like, Holy shit. It was just crazy. And I, I really shame on them. Like, really, fuck that school. And I, and, and I used to go back. Okay, so it's anyway. still around? Yeah, but I, I mean, I, some things happened recently that I can't <sighs> wait to tell you. So, anyway, so the teacher, um, so I go around and I find a girl that had a full-on affair with him. I found a girl who, who was, she was 18 at this time, but she was 17 when it happened. I found um, uh-huh. a girl he uh-huh. had tried to fuck, he was like tutoring her, tried to fuck her. Yeah. Um and I found a girl that he had pulled a boner out and been like, look what you're doing to me. And Jesus. I found, there was another one I can't remember. But so I was like, all right, we have to like, I, I like, I didn't want it to, like, I didn't want to do everything, but I was like, you have to like, I just was like, I don't want it to, I don't want it to happen to anyone else. I want to just like end the behavior. So, or do what I can to like stop it. Cause I'm already fucked. We're all fucked. Mm-hmm. But so the only one that would testify with me was the girl with the boner that he pulled the boner out. And she is had been kind of known to be lying a lot. She mm-hmm. was kind of would make stuff up. So it sucked that I got like the least credible one. I completely believe her. Um, I choose to believe women anyway, but I, I do believe her. But it was just like, fuck, this sucks. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, couldn't have one of the other people. But so we went to the other art teacher. Um, non-dreadlock art teacher. Non-dreadlock art teacher who had been like kind of like a father figure to me my freshman year. And mm-hmm. then he'd been kind of cold and weird. I don't know why. But um, so we went to him. And because I had really trusted him at one point. And so we went to him, told him what happened. And he said, I'm torn because part of me feels like a father to you. I want to go kick his ass. And the other part wasn't there. So I don't know what happened. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I just told you what happened. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I just told I you. I can't believe you, though, because why, I mean... But it's like, why, there's literally no gain. This isn't like, know, I'm not that, posting it, like, there's no, like, there's not, I get nothing out of it. That's what I understand is, a, well, that's like a separate thing, but when people always discredit people's stories of that, like, it doesn't make any sense. Women's stories. Yeah, it's women's. not, yeah, women's. It's not just, it's not just you don't have nothing to gain, 
you actually have a lot to lose, and you always end up losing something because horrible. because you end up this this becomes your thing. Like, oh, who are you? You're the person who was a right. victim of this, and not right. whatever you do, whatever you're doing. Right. Like, let's say you're like a whatever, right. whatever the fuck you do, you become the that the per, the person that it that sucked. It yeah, becomes exactly. like an attachment to you. Exactly. So it's it's the heart. It's the worst thing. Yeah. That's why so many people don't report stuff because they don't want to be. It's like. They're scared to become, that's their labels, this person who's been tarnished. Yeah. No. And and then, well, even like this guy I was talking about the other day, it was like, because I also was, I was like, like shit happened when I was little and then that happened. And then I was date raped by a friend in college or post-grad, but it was like, really, I mean, he really fucked me when I was asleep, like really passed out. My roommate saw him picking me up off the, like when you were drinking, this is what I was drinking. It's funny. One of my guy friends was like, he he started drinking again after 10 years. He's like, you ever going to drink again? I was like, no, cause I cannot trust you guys to not fucking rape me. You fucking, it's unbelievable. I literally can't. And then you're going to fucking blame me. It's like, it's just crazy. I can't trust it. Yeah. Um, um, so I have to be constantly managing who I am, what I'm doing, how my, who, how I dress or what I do affects someone else's boner. Like, and I just, I'm like, it's not fair. I don't want this to happen and I'm going to fight against it, but I still got to do it. Yeah. So I remember in my high school, like one of the female teachers like pulled me aside and was like, you can't wear shirts like this. It's making the men uncomfortable. I had like a backless shirt. The mm-hmm. teachers are uncomfortable. And I'm like, I know which teacher you're talking about. Cause it was the fucking history teacher who would watch me, which by the way, I learned nothing. They never made me read a book. Hilarious that they even had subjects but he I remember in like the morning meetings we'd have when everyone like gather and they'd tell us what things we weren't going to learn um, I would when I would take like my sweater off or something he would always be watching to see if my stomach was going to show mm-hmm. so I knew that and then there was another teacher a science teacher who was like really cold to me right and I never understood. And then years later, we became friends on Facebook, and he started writing really creepy things to me. And I was like, because you wanted to fuck me. They all wanted to fuck me. Jesus Christ. They all wanted to fuck me. I was a kid, and they wanted to fuck me. And um, I couldn't get laid until college. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop. Even when I was asleep, I was getting laid. Even when I was passed out, Johnny, I could get fucked. But um, Jesus so, Christ. I mean, I was like getting hit on when I was like four. It was like guys would be like, like men would be like tickling me and like four chasing me. Four years old. Like being like, she's so beautiful. Like taking, like mm. it was just like, what are you doing? I was like, I remember getting hit on like 12, like I'm in Wendy's when I'm 12. It was just like so much. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what I, and you know, and also having completely low self-esteem from being verbally abused mm-hmm. so bad when I was a kid. Like, Called my dad, my dad, real mean man. Oh, Jesus Real Christ, mean. Yeah. He was so stressed out from work and he would just come home and take it out on me. His issues with women from his mom and he was calling me a selfish cunt you piece of shit you're selfish cunt a lot stupid bitch like stuff like that so that's like in my head all the time and i've done a lot of work to not have it but and my dad's so lovely and awesome and would never talk to me like that now and is completely he had a transformation he retired okay (laughs) he retired and he's really sweet and he listens and he's just like the most wonderful person but yeah it's still there. So it's stuff like that where I'm like, I love them, but it's like, ah. And then so, um, so then my dad, my mom had eventually apologized to me for my childhood pretty recently right. when I was just breaking up with my boyfriend and I was coming back from Ireland and all this stuff. And I was just like talking about this situation with the teacher. And I was like, I'm realizing this wasn't my fault. And she's like, yeah, I just try to like forgive myself for any of my part of what happened to you. And I went, cool. Can you apologize though? And she was like, you know, I'm sorry. I was like, no, right now. Say it. And she was like, okay. And she was like, I'm sorry that, um, that when you were little, 
because um, I was tactile defensive too. And you're what? I, I had like I had, I was like on the spectrum for Asperger's and autism. Did you say tactile defensive? Yeah, like. Like clothes, like certain fabrics, people touching me. It made wow. me like up. I like, know that. That's a thing. Tactile defensive. Yeah. So I would just like, ah, they had to scrub. I had to go to occupational therapy and they would scrub me down with like um, surgical brushes. It's called brush therapy because they would just give you like, try to desensitize you. Jesus Christ. And it didn't end up working. Yeah. I just can't. I'm by the so way, I have sorry. a twin brother that nothing is happening to, by the way. He's always like, our childhood was great. And I was like, this is the perfect example of what's different for men and women. Mm-hmm. Because I was fucking molested the entire, like, I mean, it was just constantly feeling guilt, feeling weird. Yeah. Like, even just like hooking up with dudes, blue ball. Like, I was always like, ah, oh, I've done something, you know, like everything yeah. was horrible. And you had a fucking picture perfect. You look back on our childhood and you say it was great. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker! What a fucking lovely life it is for men. How wonderful that must be. But it was just like crazy. So okay, so tell the teacher. Then the teacher's like, "We got this is all in one day." I tell the art teacher. Then he's like, "All right, we got to go to your advisor." So then we mm-hmm. go to the advisor. Tell the advisor. My advisor goes, "I knew something weird was happening when you were going over there. I knew something bad was happening." That's bitch. Good. Why didn't you say something? Yeah. Stop it. Say something. You said nothing. Yeah, you knew about, something was happening. These are kids. They're not fucking. I'm a no- child. Yeah. So then we have to go from her to the principal. So then I go to the principal, and the principal's like, "Okay, I got to call the cops." So then I got to go. This is all in the same day. I haven't told my parents. So then my parents come to pick me up, and before I go get home, the principal has called the teacher, told him who is saying this, told him exactly what I said, what I'm accusing him of, before the cops are called. So by the time I get home, I have to tell my parents this whole story. It's literally the most disgusting thing I've ever had to do is sit in a fucking car with my parents and tell them what happened to me. And then by the time I get home, on my answering machine, the guy's wife, the teacher's wife, my advisor or whatever, or whoever she was, it's confusing, it's not, okay. Anyway, his wife has left me all these messages like, you fucking bitch, you lying whore, you're such a dumb bitch, why would you fucking do this? You liar, you liar, like all this shit. It's like the worst day ever. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not lying. And then everyone at the school, that friend, Jessica, or whatever the fuck I was calling her, she told everyone the story and said I was lying. She told the cops I was a pathological liar. So people were just like, you're a liar. Like, I would come to my car, like, people would hock loogies on my door handle. It was crazy. I'd just be, like, touching snot. Like, um... Nobody had my fucking back. Nobody had my back. And um, what about the what about the teacher, the art teacher used the other the other that art I teacher, went to the non dreaded art teacher. Nothing. And, Nothing. and and it continues. And he he really he really is, he owes me a fucking apology. But so then, um, this is everyone's how many calling years me a liar. Ago is this? this is um twenty like twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. It's just so much stuff. And but here's the thing, I repressed it and I was like everything's fine and the election and all this shit. Like I am not like I'm good, but it's like I'm feeling everything. Yeah, you're in it. I'm in it and so like so I'm going home with my parents. What? See, have you told this story? I have told it. That's why okay. I'm like feeling bad it. telling it again, but <laughs> Okay, I wasn't sure. So it... then um but anyway, so but I'm going to tell you more details. So then I go, but you Thank get you. the follow-up. So There's a good follow-up. I get the exclusive. The There's exclusive. an exclusive. This is- the exclusive Annie Letterman experience hey. here. You're listening to Live to Tape on the Federal Audio Network with guest Annie Letterman. Jisney, they call me. Jisney. <laughs> old Jisney Bobby Socks. Please be sure to do all kinds of things. Great. Oh, we're back. So, okay, so we go, um, so... Um, how does it end? Oh, I go into, I go to the cops and the cops are like, your best friend said that you're a pathological liar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. Awesome. So I walk into school the next day. She's in Spanish class. I go, I walk into her Spanish class. Do you go see a senor? I go, hola, cunt. I start, 
I start pounding my fist in front of her on the table. And I right. go, you fucking piece of shit. I'm like, you fucking cunt. You, you're a fucking cunt. She hated the word cunt. I'm like, you're, how dare you? I'm a fucking liar. I'm like screaming at her. Mm. And I'm like, I'm a fucking liar. And she's like, I have nothing to say to you. And then the teachers come and pull me out. And they're like, you need to leave her alone. How dare you? I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not touching her. I'm not doing anything. Oof. It's like, this bitch just told the cops. I'm, I've never lied in my life. I am... I'm on the spectrum for Asperger's. And I, like, I do not lie. I have, like, a problem. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to do it. Um, you're calling me a liar. You're doing all this shit. So then they're protecting her. And then so finally I graduate. I also had to do, like, this, a senior project. But this is, that's not, like, finally. This is something, nothing, nothing No, I happened. ended up going to court, but it was, like... Yeah, so court, then I go to court to, with to this press girl. charges against with the guy. other girl, right? So I go to court. There was no penetration, so he's not going to get any. It was just sexual assault. Like he's not going to get a right. rape charge. Um, so and had, so we go to court. His his um, it's a trial. A trial, right? His lawyer Ugh. is my old softball coach. This is defending also, him. It's like so heavy. I can't just kind of can't believe it. How incestuous this all is, mm-hmm. and how like what a small. Uh, it's just really sickening. Cause I'm thinking about, like, I can't even, ima- like, to relate this to my own life. I, you, you imagine stuff. You think about, okay, who are the people in my life? When you say advisor, who, who uh, when I was in high school, who would that be? And all this stuff. It's like I can't even make the connections because yeah. there's too. It's just too incestuous and too much terrible coincidence for even to yeah. imagine a similar experience of. But it's own. just also like grownups, just like not helping me like because if they help me they have to admit that this horrible thing happened so it's like everyone just like blamed me it was so weird it's just so where i'm like what am i getting understand i mean my parents believe me it wasn't like yeah you know but it was just like why are why am i not being supported i don't understand this mm-hmm. and my parents i mean they were there it was gross i didn't want them there and also i was like you did that like you let me go out like i don't you know allowed this to you allowed it to happen so but i didn't i don't know if i was even in touch with that at that point yeah but so yeah this fucking idiot this asshole was his goddamn lawyer. God. That's another person. I just want to like leave messages on people's answering machine and be like, fuck you. I'm a goddamn grown up now and I realize what it is to be a grown up and the responsibility you have for children. And you all fucking fucked me, dude. You can't out them? What, right now? I mean, and, or in general. You, because is it like a liable thing? Because I just worry that I would get sued or something. Sued I don't know. And I don't want. Yeah. And I don't want to like give their names weight. Yeah. What did the, what was the outcome of the case? Because that's that's the outcome thing, of the right? case was well, the trial. That is, they kept saying it in front of my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad gave like some sort of test testimony. It was so gross. It was right. just horrible. So I was like, I want to settle. I don't want to go to. I don't want to keep going. So you settled. so I settled. He got three years probation. Three years and he wasn't allowed to teach high school. Now he, I think he's a professor in college now. God. So and he's got a great art career. He's he's doing great. So he got divorced from his wife. He's got a new wife, I think. But mm. yeah, I'd love to blow up his spot. Does he still have dreads? Uh, he sh- cut them for the trial. Did like a trim? fucking asshole. He, he cut, cut them off. off to be like, aren't I such a respectable person? Oh, God. So then that happened. So then I graduated. Um, I took a year off. I went, like, traveled, did all this stuff. And then I came back. I was 16. I graduated early. Shockingly, they let me graduate early. Um, I don't know why. They let me leave. The Get school. that lying bitch out of here. Yeah. Get but her out. So, so then... Um, I come back to, I kept wanting like approval from these people. So I came back to the school for the graduation the next year because the graduation is, the ceremonies are like, is a Quaker thing? No, it's not Quaker at all, (laughs) but it is, but it could be, but it's like, it's such a small 
graduating class that each advisor gives like these speeches for their students. It's very intimate. So, so there's like a hundred people there. So for my graduation, my advisor did. She like she was like Annie will st- lose all of her friends to do what's right. Like she doesn't give a shit. She'll like stand up. Like right. she did like call it. Um, and then her uh, Jessica's advisor. Um, was talking about how she's a Gemini. She's got two sides. Like she, they kind of like jabbed her without her noticing. Oh. And then my friend, who I had met like in, that summer, like that didn't know. She mm-hmm. only knew the story about. Hey, I mean, him. I mean, Jessica. Um, fuck you, bitch. Have you seen um, the movie Hannah? I was just a tangent. Never mind. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't know okay. what you're talking about, but yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I have without Anna. an H, without an H, um, without oh. an H. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Anna. I, I always thought the title of that movie should have been Anna. No, I meant like you know how they have one at the end sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, hers. I think the movie Hannah was with an H at the end. Yeah, I think it had one, but I think sometimes other people's don't. But anyway, yeah, I think a lot of people's I just don't. Make sure people know. It's but a palindrome. That, that's the whole thing. It's a palindrome because H A N N A H. It's palindrome, but a lot of people, most people in America, like especially in the East Coast, twenty years ago, they would have no H at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Specifically, like juvenile delinquents. But um, yeah. So she. So um, wait, where was? Okay, so oh, so I had met this friend, and I, you know, she like kind of helped me through all this, and she went up to Jessica at the graduation, and she goes, Shivered "Oh her. my god, she fucking she stuck goes, a knife in Are her. you Jessica? Uh huh. And she goes, "Yeah." And they like shake hands, and as she's grabbing her, she goes, um, "I'm friends with Annie. You're a fucking cunt." And then she drops the hand. I was like, yes, bitch. Uh, that friend eventually dumped me in a car when it was raining out. Literally, friend dumped me for real. Dumped you? What do you mean? She was like, we're just like not right for each other. After like five years of friendship. But whatever. So how come no one in the story has been stabbed? Um, Because or like, I'm nice? I don't know. Or how about... Because when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of fucking... Uh, a lot of things like... Um, vandalism and stuff or like we would take stuff we would take like a a whole human shit from my six foot five basketball playing friend and use it like a crayon on the athletic director's door that's great or we would take uh i feel like that's something that could have happened to you to you to get sent to the school that i went to i don't think it, i could have done anything nothing could have i didn't do any poop i mean i had some poop problem i mean definitely like shit myself a lot throughout no, my life me too. i know you have your poopy problems yeah. um okay so so graduation, but then a year later, I go back because I wanted like this approval. Like yeah. I was going back, Johnny, well, two years ago. No, two years oh, ago I was going Jesus. back for approval. I just had, I just, my brain, like I jumped on the fucking grenade. I blame mm-hmm. myself. So I wanted to go there and have them be like, you're okay. You it's were, okay. You were right. We were all wrong. Right. Or not even that, but just be like, yay, we're happy to see you or some yeah. reaction. So, um, so I went, the next year I went back for the graduation and the teacher that I'd gone to, the original art teacher that I went to to tell the story to the first time was in a room with the graduates and I popped my head in and I was like hey dude and he goes get out this is for only this is for current graduates and kicks me out like yells at me and kicks me out of the room and I'm like I just am trying to be nice and I just was like devastated and like mm. walked into the hallway and the janitor this guy Frank came up to me and he was like hey girl or he called me Blondie he was like hey Blondie don't um he's like I just want you to know I saw that and that's fucked up he shouldn't have said that to you and he was like also I saw all of it he's like they did you wrong. I just want you to know I saw it. Like it happened. They did you wrong. And it was like the only one that acknowledged it. And I was like, thank you, Frank, and didn't even think about it. And I was doing, I told this on another podcast and I was like saying it. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like this motherfucker was right. Yeah. So then in Ireland, so I realized I was like, Frank was fucking right. And like, I was a kid, like they fucked me over. I didn't do anything to them. Yeah. He didn't do anything. And um, I went, so I just was like, and I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, my best friend from forever. She's so wonderful. But she was like, 
I was going to, I was like, I, I ran into this chef that used to work at the school and she owns a bakery or something. And I ran into her and I was so excited when I saw her. Cause I was like, just, you haven't seen me in like 18 years. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that exciting to see someone age and grow? I was like, she's gonna be so excited. So I like tap her on the shoulder and she turns around and it's like, she just goes like, Oh, Hey, and I'm like, why do they do this to me? And I was like trying to talk to her and she's like, are you going to go by the school? And I was like, I didn't think about it, but maybe. So then I like leave and I call my best friend. I'm like, I feel so gutted. This woman was just so weird and like made me feel so bad. Yeah. And it's like how my, I always feel when I go back to my high school. But I was like, but I'll probably go back. And she's like, Annie, enough. Fuck these people. They don't get to touch your shine. Get no. the fuck away from them. They aren't allowed to talk to you. She's like, they're fucking crazy. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, fuck them. So then I'm like dead. They're dead to me. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I was doing shows in Philly. I was really scared some were going to show up, but they didn't. So then I got a text the other day. You're going to get it? Yep. She's getting the text. I got a text the other day. And this is like, I haven't talked to these people in so long. From the guy who is now the um, headmaster of the school, currently. Here comes um, the text. Are you able to beep things out? Uh, no. Okay. All right, this, this so... 100% live to tape. Okay, so it's... Unedited. I refuse okay, to Okay, so I'm going to call him... Call him uh, uh, Professor Jackson. I mean, that's their. For- we call them by their first names. Obviously, oh. they fucked us. Um, Philip. Okay, I'm gonna call him Dan, and I'll call the school by its name because fuck them. Um, I've yes. never done it, but you know what? Fuck you, you fucking assholes. Okay, so um, Dan. Hey, Annie, this is Dan from Krefeld. I'm putting together a little Krefeld reunion in New York City Thursday, February 9th. I'm coming up with a few teachers. Can I count you in? My treat. Hey, Dan. I wrote immediately after this. I woke up, I got this, I'm shaking. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is all this happening to me? Like, I want nothing to do with these people. My treat. I go, hey, Dan, I would have loved a few teachers to have come to court to support me when I was 16 and sexually assaulted by Greg. That is his real name. Greg, I called... Oh, okay, sorry, let me start. Hey, Dan, I would love... I would. I would have loved a few teachers to have come to court to support me when I was 16 and sexually assaulted by Greg and called a liar by all of my peers. So if this is an impromptu apology, I'm out of town until the 17th. So what did he say? He wrote back hours later. I mm. feel like he had to call like a lawyer or something. Jesus. It's not hours later, actually. It was an hour later. Um, okay, so he wrote back, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I was very glad. I'm, I am very glad that your parents took it to court. My first year at Krefeld was your senior year. I can assure you that if anything of this nature happened under my leadership, the student safety and support would be my number one priority. Okay, here's the deal with that. Fuck you. It was your first year. Say sorry. Say yeah. sorry, I wasn't, I didn't, I get that. There's no acknowledgement. I know that he's trying to like, he's the new headmaster, so he's trying to protect. Like, he'll be very upset when he finds out that I said the name of this school. He won't, he won't find out shit. But fuck them, but fuck yeah. you. And oh, it's not going to happen. It happened to me, dude. Fuck you. It happens all the time. And it was just like, it's just like, none of them could manage their fucking dicks around us. Mm-hmm. It's a, teenagers are weird. I don't think, I think there should be like, I don't. I don't know. They should be uh, taught by eunuchs. Something, yeah. Honestly, because they look like adults, sort of. So you want to fuck them? Like yeah. I get it. Like I'm attracted to like. There's like my brother. My I'm not gonna say I'm attracted to him, but there's my brother has a his like through his wife. There's this kid. This like he's like a cousin or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I see him at holidays and stuff. And he was when I first met him. He was 14, and now mm-hmm. he's like 17, and he's like hot as shit. He's a man. 
He's so hot. Yeah, he can go to war. I don't want to talk to him. I don't go near him. I was talking to another, like oh one my of my God. brother's sister-in-laws because yeah. I don't know how to like, and I realize like that's on me and this is some post-election shit I learned too. It's like yeah. my relationship to men is so fucked up because I can only make them my father or or fuck them. Mm-hmm. So it's either sexual or my father and then I have a few friends. Yeah. I have a few friends. You're one of my friends. But it's like yes! a few, but there's it's just so scattered. Like I just don't know. But so when there's like this kid, I'm like, I don't know how to like. Uh, how, to, how to navigate that relationship. Yeah, so I just stay away. Yeah. But I get it. So it's like these. You have these teachers that's smart. And it's like... Yeah, they can't stay... I mean, do you feel like any of this... I I can help but feel like some stuff like this and just in general things like this um, are in a way getting better because of the technology to communicate and the, and the ability for people to... Um, well, get caught? Yeah, to get caught, to record things, just to make it so... So things that used to be... I guess I think about it this way. In terms of... Uh, Okay, police brutality, right? Let's take the, oh, that, that yeah. example. Police brutality, police brutality, seems like it's worse. I like to call it brutality. Bro, police brutality. Those cops are bros. They are fucking bros. They're fucking. They're bros fucking. Hit, they're fucking KKK. Yeah, because they're like, I got your back, dude. I got your back. I would never, never lie. I would never uh, do anything to just to. You're my brother. Yeah, yeah, you're my brother. Which makes sense in some because it comes from like this idea of being a soldier mm-hmm. which is what you want that and but we're not at war right, with and, we're not at war with the citizens of and our black country people are your enemies yeah they're not so it's not the same thing but i feel like that that stuff it's not just a feeling it's actually true mm-hmm. there's less of it happening because when something does happen it gets so fucking blown up right it's such a big deal that yeah if this had happened in a different era yeah that school would be shut down and i should have shut that fucking school down too many people are fucking dead it's like you didn't teach us a fucking mm-hmm. thing you didn't prepare us for the world you didn't trust us enough to think that we could learn it's so disrespectful i look back i'm like fuck yeah. you we had a movie class with pillows we would just get high and watch fucking movies you fucking assholes we had a movie day once i came in super high and i thought i was gonna get kicked out of school because i was gonna be so obviously mm-hmm. high and i didn't want to go to school i was begging the guy that drove me to not like take me and he's like you gotta go to school yeah and i walk in and they're like it's movie day it's like what is this place yeah but i so, went to a catholic high school we didn't have that shit no the opposite right but Fucking so the worst so um so but i was really glad that i wrote that back because yeah. i wrote it back real fast and it's like i'm not here for anyone's comfort anymore i'm not here to make other people feel good i'm here to fucking fight make people i mean and not other men i'm not here to make men to manage my things for men. like i'm here to fight for women to fight for people for minority you know what i mean like i'm here i'm shine your light you gotta shine that light i'm here to fight for myself and people that need help so and then i'm looking back on all this and i'm like i'm fucking so i'm hooking up with this guy the other night Mm -hmm. (laughs) he said something to me about it he goes yeah you're damaged i go you know i actually look back on it and i go first of all nine out of ten of my friends have been assaulted in some way or in some sort of situation where they were raped or something like that so all these guys walking around like we're damaged it's like you're actually the damaged ones because a fuckload of you guys are the ones that are raping us so you can pretend like you're the good guys but it's not like cosby was so good and he got us all like there wasn't one rapist that fucked us all so it's like there's some accountability on on men's side but that they're not willing to take it's also a thing that if you do something like that it becomes it's like a it's corrosive it's a thing where you don't you don't just li- if you do something like that you don't just live with it. Like I think about someone I knew who got involved. I used to be friends with them. We used to work together, like in comedy, not work, not work, but like you know, yeah. sketches and stuff. And he did something terrible, and he got publicly outed for it. And there's always people who don't they won't apologize. It's like it's one thing to do something terrible and to fess up for it, apologize, and you're terrible. Right. But 
but you know, you're not you're not fucking. You didn't. Like- I think the issue is like when someone does like a, a rape, mm-hmm. then it's like you're a rapist, and it's like I think that most men have it in them to be rapists. So right. it's not. There's like this thing where it's like taking ownership. We're furniture. We're here for you. Like it's it's just so. I'm so woke to it right now. It's so infuriating. But it's like all this like denial. Like all the times they're denying. Lisa Traeger has like this great point where she's like Lisa Trigger. Lisa Traeger. She's so oh. fucking funny. But her, she's my roommate, one of my other roommates. So she's like, she's like uh, men that defend the rapist that are immediately defending the rapist are there's two reasons to do it. Either you've done something shady right. or you don't respect women. You right. don't respect our words you don't respect what we're saying because it's true it's like why like when johnny depp obviously punched his fucking wife and she she gave all the money to charity i don't even know about this johnny depp was married to amber heard right. he beat her this is a while ago she came out this was like last year or maybe okay. it's still this year um she comes out she goes to the cops or whatever for domestic violence everyone calls her a liar she donates all the money she wins that's to right charity. yeah and oh, they still called her a now. fucking liar what the yeah. fuck do we have to do it's because you don't want to let us fucking matter it's yeah. crazy it's crazy I'm sorry I'm doing you I'm very polarized right now but um yeah it's fucking infuriating it's crazy yeah. it's like why does it matter and like doing the marches and stuff and people like coming up to me and being like all these like guy comments like why'd you even march what did it do it didn't even like what was the thing for and it's like I was there I'm telling you it was great and you're just not even letting me have that yeah. you're questioning what I'm telling you and I was there and I'm a woman and it was the march was for me and for my fucking also who cares other people it's just like why are you trying to take down a thing that is like it's crazy yeah and um and, I, and I'm looking at it, I'm going, okay, so women are asking for equality, right? Like, we're saying, we want to be treated equal. We're saying, you're here, we're a little below you, and we want to be at the same spot. We're not mm-hmm. asking you to come down. We're not taking anything from you. It doesn't change your day to be nice to us. We're asking we want to be treated a certain way. And then men are going, no. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. You do not respect us. That means you want us to be lower than you. I'm saying a proverbial you. Mm-hmm. Is proverbial the right word? I don't know. I didn't go to a real high school, so I didn't No, that's right, words. yeah. So, Infinitive. So it's like... You want us to stay lower. That's that's you want your power. You want to be mm-hmm. above us. And so you're not going to give it to us. And it's a fucking nightmare. It's so annoying. And it's like everyone I'm talking to, it's just, it's fine. It's but just, what I'm learning is like. You're what, saying it now. My friend, my friend Lily and I were talking about it last night. Like what we're kind of getting is like, it's about sisterhood. It's about like, it's about women and your relationships with women and like. I just didn't get it till I was like 30. Like, I just love women are so interesting and dynamic. And I'm just like doing all the shit to try to like get men's attention and fuck men. And I was always friends with guys. And I'm like, women are where it's at. So it's about your sisterhood, your fucking your your relationships with your women. What's that? Your coven. Your cov- coven. Is that coven? Coven. Yeah. I, say, I thought you said I, colon. I was I like, said, we're going back to the fucking. Uh, I said coven like fucking Mark Borkard from uh, American Movie. <laughs> coven. It's coven. No, it's col. We call it colven. <laughs> There's an L. Yeah. Colvin. So, um, Culver City. So we go to, um, we're, we're talking and we're just thinking about it. It's like, and then there are these dudes where it's like, I'm a little like, I don't really like relationships. I don't, I'm not into it. Yeah. I get really trapped and I don't feel good. Um, and so. Gotta, I gotta sew it up. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, just being, being blunt. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we're, um, my pussy, like the president's going to yeah, do I need, to, I need to sew up your pussy, please. I literally, like, are they going to sew them up? Like, 
Well, it probably sold them tighter, you know, for Trump's uh, for Trump's <laughs> tiny penis. So all it's got to be the tiniest. And also, yeah. Pence is the fucking gayest Pence is, man. Pence oh, is he's so the gay. Gayest guy I've he's ever like, seen in my he's not life. like a little gay. It's like he's like leather fest, like butt plug with a yeah, tail, totally. Like getting zipped up in a body bag with just his balls and getting his balls whipped. Like he's yeah, that gay. He's that gay. It's crazy to be that gay. But anyway, so we were just talking about it's like about sisterhood, and then it's about like do, using dudes to come, and if we want to have fucking kids, that's it. So I'm like. And then, okay, so I'm hooking up with this guy, and he's saying, what did he say? So you're so, da- you're so damaged or something. I go, no, dude, I'm a fucking badass. I was 16 years old. Are I went can, against yeah. fucking everyone. I fought for that shit. I've always been like that, and I'm fucking awesome. I'm not a dumb cunt. I'm not a selfish bitch. I'm not the things my dad said. And you're I'm alive. I'm the fucking shit. And, I, and I've been given a lot of shit, and I'm here, and I'm going to do the best I can. You've galvanized it into something that right. uh, would kill most other people. Right. So. so I saw, um, I know you have to wrap this up, but I want to end it on a thing I want to tell you yes. about. Do you know Rel Battle? Rel, uh, he's a yeah, comic. I, know, I don't know him personally. Okay, he's a yeah. comic. So I go to the comedy store last night and I see him and I hug him. I'm hugging right. him. And then I'm looking over his shoulder and I see him. Mm-hmm. I'm gazing into his face and I'm going, who the fuck is this black dude I'm hugging? Right. Rel is right there. Right. And then they stand up and they're fucking identical twins and they didn't tell me. And I'm like, I'm having a heart attack because right. like, who am I embracing? Right. And they look exactly alike. And so my my friend and I are just like, we're like, this is crazy. And he's like, you're breaking twin code. Like you're a twin. I'm like, you're fucking freaks. Okay. Like identical twins are different. I love them. That's great that they exist. But like. You have to tell people. Tell me ahead of time, motherfucker. And yeah. don't treat me like I'm crazy. But you said twins earlier. So I was thinking about that. Anyletterman.com. Yeah, I don't really do anything on that, but go to... Do you have anyalignment.com? I do, but I mean, it's like, I think I shine on Instagram, Snapchat. You can throw Twitter in, follow. Come see me. I'm not like usually this serious. I'm sorry I told a story. This is great. No, this is, this is one of the best ones I've ever done. Isn't it cool that I Top told my teacher that? I'm just proud of myself. I'm feeling good. It's awesome. I'm fucking who I want to fuck. I'm having a good time. I'm happy with my ex-boyfriend. In the way on the Feral Audio. I keep saying that Ron Ray and the fucking podcast is live to tape on the Feral Audio Network. My guest, Daniel Letterman, is Johnny Bremerton. Good night. Thank you so much. Bye. I love you. Bye.